Welcome to the Fire You Carry podcast. On today's episode, you get just me, Noel. Kevin and I were busy this week. We did not record an episode, but I thought I would sit down tonight and walk briefly through what's going on with the vaccine mandate and my department and how that is affecting me and my family. If that's something you're interested in, and I have been getting a lot of questions about what's going on, so hopefully this will be helpful for those that are curious. Enjoy. All right, thank you for tuning in. It feels weird to be doing this without Kevin, but here we go. You get just me solo, and I'm going to try to walk you through some of the basics. I'm going to skip over some things. I'm going to forget some stuff, but these are the basics. I'm going to start real briefly with my experience early on when COVID started. When we first started hearing about it, obviously nobody knew what it was, and I was no different. I, along with the other guys I was on the rig with that day, vividly remember the very first COVID patient that we went on. And in fact, almost two years later, when we drive past that house, we always call it out, oh, it's the original COVID house. It happened to be a family where everybody had COVID and it was the first time we had seen it. So we were all in full PPE, which is personal protective equipment, which means gown, gloves, goggles, you know, all the things, of course, a mask. And that's kind of how we've been operating. Uh, since that time, I've been on hundreds of COVID calls, and some of those have been people with COVID that had a full arrest, meaning we did CPR on them uh, for 20 to 40 minutes, which is one of the highest risk things you can do as far as getting exposed to COVID, at least according to what we were told, because you're breathing for the person and you're doing compressions. And so that obviously creates a problem with, we'll just say COVID being spread around the room and you're usually inside. So for an extended period of time with somebody that uh, has tested positive or actually has COVID. So eventually I did get it. I had it earlier this year and I did get pretty sick, but didn't have any lasting effects. I was just kind of sick in bed with all the symptoms you heard about for about three days where I was just pretty weak and just kind of laid in bed at home. And then came back to work, and I've been fine ever since. Based on that, and a lot of other things, most of which I will not go into, it probably goes without saying, but I don't have the vaccine, and I won't get it. I've had COVID, so I know that my immune system has the antibodies, and I can fight it off when I get exposed to it again, because we still do continue to see a COVID patient here or there, and it is a reality that as long as it's around, I will continue to see it, because as part of my job as a fireman, I see sick people every time I come to work. So I have faith in my immune system. I believe God made our bodies work that way for a reason. And I got sick and now I'm as immune as I'm going to get. And I'm okay and safe with that. In addition to that, as a young, healthy male, there was already very, very low risk for me in getting COVID. And I was not concerned about getting it and spreading it to anybody. My family also has all had it. We're pretty sure they never got tested, but we're pretty sure they had it. And again, we are all healthy and young. And so it wasn't something that we were really concerned about after the initial few weeks where we kind of started figuring out what it was. So for me and my family, I'm not going to go out and get an experimental vaccine. Now, I do not have an issue with people who want to go out and get the vaccine or who have. 
I believe that that is a personal medical decision that should be made by you and not by anybody else. And I am not going to sit here and tell you what you should do. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. And that is the only thing I will do. I'm not going to look down on you for your decision. And I hope that you don't look down on me for mine. But if you do, so be it. That's okay. I'm an adult. I can handle it. So that's where I'm at. The county that I work for back in August came out with a mandate, a vaccine mandate. And they said that you needed to be vaccinated by October 1st or they would terminate you. Those were your two choices. Our union stepped in here in the fire department. We are represented by a union. And they stepped in and said, hold on. That's going to change working conditions. We have labor agreements. You have to negotiate with us on the impacts of this. So for us here in the fire department, that put a hold on everything. Obviously, October 1st has come and gone, and I'm not vaccinated, and I'm not terminated. So the union is negotiating on that. They're working on that with other unions that also work for the county at large. And so that process is ongoing. We don't really know what's going on because... While it's in negotiations, they can't tell us what's going on. So I know those guys are working hard for us. I know they are doing their best. And I know it's a difficult road and requires a lot of meetings and and talking and planning. And I definitely really appreciate all those guys and the work they're doing for me and also for the hundreds of other guys in my department that are not vaccinated. So that's basically all that I can say on that at this point. But a lot of other interesting things have happened along the way as someone who's not vaccinated We recently were told that we had to go register with a company that was a third-party company that was going to track all of our COVID tests. Now, there's two types of tests here at Question. This whole time that we have been dealing with COVID here in the county, we've had what they called ring testing. What that meant was if you got exposed to a coworker who had tested positive for COVID within a certain amount of days you had worked with them, then you also needed to go get tested. So it created like a ring of guys around, you know, the person who got tested and was positive. And the idea behind that was to catch people that had it before they got symptomatic and so they could keep them home and monitor them and so they wouldn't spread it to anybody else in the station and just kind of have it running around all the fire stations as guys work overtime and, you know, move around. So that was the intent of that. So that's been going on with this third-party company. And you would get a phone call and get informed that you were in a ring and you had to go test. If you tested positive, you went home until your symptoms went away and you were better. If you tested negative, you continued to work. So that was going on, has been going on. And then the other type of testing that has popped up is for those of us that are still unvaccinated, because obviously the department, the county made the vaccine available to us very early on when the vaccines were first coming out. And a lot of guys went and did that. So for them, they've just been working like normal. Obviously, we still wear the PPE on scene. That's the county's policy. That's the department's policy. But they're outside of the testing now. They don't have to get tested. Those of us that haven't got the vaccine, now there's a new level of testing and registration that they are requiring us to be a part of. So for me and others that are not vaccinated, we are supposed to register with this third-party company. And we're supposed to test once a week. And then obviously, if you get a positive test, you don't come to work. If you get a negative test, you continue to work. And then through all that, for everybody, anytime we're sick and have any symptoms, we're to call in and then they want you to test. And as long as you're symptomatic, you stay home, that type of thing. So that's what's going on with that. Now, early on when the county chose this third-party company to monitor and manage all this, 
a lot of us had a lot of concerns with this company and who they were and what they were doing with our DNA that is part of this test because you have to take a nasal swab and swab your nose. So there's going to be some of your DNA on it. We had some information that this third party company was possibly related and linked to China, that some of the things that they did were actually, we'll just call it DNA harvesting, where they would take your information and attach it to your financial records, any other kind of information they could get. And then they would sell it to other companies that do research and other types of things with that type of data. And not just here in the States, but back in China and globally. And these concerns were brought to us by other people. We did our own research. If you read the company's website, it was actually on the website that that's part of what they do with your information. So there were concerns. We brought these concerns to our union and the union had a lot of meetings with the county and with this company and they felt like it was safe. And so they said, let's move forward and, and do this. And it's okay to register, give your information to this company and start weekly testing. Some of us, myself included, decided that we still didn't trust the company and that we did not want to test weekly. And so we started getting warnings from the county saying that, hey, if you don't do this, we're going to give you a five-day unpaid suspension. And then we're going to give you a chance to come back to work after that and register and test. And then if you don't do that, we're going to start the process of termination. So there were a group of us that decided that we were standing on those grounds, and I'm going to explain why in a second. And so that process actually started a couple of weeks ago. I got my first letter, which was my official notice that I had to register and begin testing immediately. And that if I didn't, I would be getting a notice of intent to suspend, which I also got uh, via email, certified mail, and regular mail. There was no timeline attached to that, but it did state that if I did not register, that I would be given five days unpaid suspension, and then I would have an additional 10 calendar days once I came back. And if I was not vaccinated or registered and testing at the end of that time period, then I would be begin the process of termination. So I'll briefly go into why I am choosing not to register and not to test. And I'm going to try to be a little bit careful about how I say this stuff because I don't want to get myself or anybody else in trouble. But those concerns about data and DNA are still real. There was a letter that was published by the Los Angeles County Sheriff about a week ago, and in that letter, he stated that the FBI came to him with concerns about this third-party company, and they were basically mirror images of the concerns that we had had, and we have no details from that yet. We are waiting to hear back. We have a lawyer who's contacting the FBI and the union's contacting the FBI, and everybody's trying to figure out exactly what they have, if they have any proof or real information, so... That essentially vindicated some of our concerns, at least for now. We'll wait and see what kind of evidence there is out there. But that's one of the reasons why I've refused to test is that I just didn't feel good about the company and I wasn't willing to give them access to my personal information, which I would have to give them to sign up and then also access to my DNA, which you would get from a test like that. Now, the company's position is they do not collect DNA. They don't do any of that and that they're innocent and not connected to China. So that company has put that information out there. Right now, it's just one person's word against another. I just don't feel comfortable with it. In addition to that, I feel that as a young, healthy individual that has been facing this COVID pandemic head on since the very beginning, going and seeing sick people, 
taking care of them, doing that day in and day out. I don't need a test right now. I'm well. I'm not sick. If I get sick, I won't come to work. I do care about my coworkers, and regardless of what kind of illness I have, I'm not going to bring it to work and spread it around. And taking a test once a week seems to me to be discriminatory because I'm being singled out since I wasn't willing to get the vaccine as now you have to test. And I'm not going to cite studies. I'm not going to go into the science, but it is very clear at this point that people who have the vaccine can also still get COVID and they can also still spread it. So to test only me and the other guys that aren't vaccinated, I believe is discriminatory and I'm just not willing to participate in that. After the sheriff's letter came out, the union and the department got together and they agreed that they were going to put a hold on all discipline related to testing and registering. So I have no timeline. They didn't take the discipline away. They just put a hold on it. So right now I am just waiting to hear if anything comes out of this FBI investigation, if the sheriff has more to say on it, if the county investigates, union, you know, whatever it may be, if they find something, then we'll go from there and see where they go. If they don't, then everything we are assuming will be back on the table and that process will start again. So that's kind of where I'm at. We're just in a, a holding pattern. We're waiting. There is a very real potential that as I continue to refuse to register and give my personal information away and test that I will eventually be terminated from this job. And that is something that I'm willing to do. And I'm going to talk briefly about why as crazy as it sounds, that's what I'm going to do. And that's the position that I'm standing on. However, before I do that, I will take a step back. We have in our department started a nonprofit. The group is called LA County Free. And we have approximately 700 people in our group that have signed up with an attorney. And he is representing us in a lawsuit against the county. And the goal of that lawsuit is to essentially get the vaccine mandate from the county stricken down. So we are also working on it on that level as well. While the union continues to negotiate, we have that going too. essentially just trying to fight this on a couple of different fronts, hopefully to get the end goal of having the mandate removed and allowing that decision to be optional, like it was in the beginning when the vaccine first came out. It was an optional thing. You could either go get it or you didn't have to. It was up to you. And that's what we would like to get back to is make it an optional thing. And I'm going to try to do my best to explain why I think that's important and why this is a fight that I am choosing to have, even if it comes down to me losing my job over it. It's a fight that I feel like is worth fighting. So for me on the vaccine mandate, as I said earlier, I'm not critical if you want to go out and get the vaccine or if you already have. I believe that's a personal choice. It's a medical decision. And it's very well established here in America that that type of medical decision is your right to make. And it isn't the right for anybody else to make. You know, you've heard all the people saying things like my body, my choice. And I think really what the fight comes down to is the fact that as an American, I believe that I have a lot of God-given freedoms that the country, that the constitution, that the government is supposed to protect for me. They didn't create them, but they're supposed to protect for me. And when it comes to a personal medical decision like this, I believe that a mandate is taking that away from me and from anybody else. And regardless of where you stand on the issue, I think we can agree that if we go down the road where the government can force you to do something like that, 
any medical decision at all, whether it's testing or vaccinating or whatever it is, whatever it ends up being, that that's a bad road to go down. It sets a bad precedent for what the government can do and force you to do. And it's not something that I'm willing to stand by and allow to happen. There's a very real chance that I will not be able to stop it. But as I've stated before, I am going to fight this fight and do my best. So really for me, what this fight comes down to, this one right here, is I am not fighting this on an anti-vaccine position. I'm not trying to make the case that all vaccines are bad. I'm not trying to say that nobody should do this. I have my own beliefs on that stuff, but it's irrelevant to this discussion what I believe because I can't prove what any of this will do to you or even to me. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. What I can prove is I can look at the Constitution. I can look at my rights that were handed down for me from our forefathers, from all the men and women who have fought and bled and died for this country. And I can say that forcing me or anyone else to do anything that they don't want to do, especially when it's something that has always been been sacred in that making your own medical decisions for yourself I am not going to let that be infringed upon. And so that's the basis that I'm fighting this on. As part of Firefighters for Freedom, that is the basis that we are fighting this on, is we just want the ability to make that choice. And we don't want anyone to be able to come in and tell us what we have to do with our bodies, with this with this medical decision that we believe is very personal and should be made by the individual, not by any level of government, whether that be county-based government, state, feds, anything. We want the choice to rest with the individual. And we believe that that is appropriate and that is the way that this should shake out. We don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, we live in Southern California, so there's a lot of people that do not believe the same thing. And that's what we're fighting. I am pretty heavily involved in the fight. I am on the board of directors for Firefighters for Freedom we meet constantly, do a lot of Zoom meetings. We, we've been showing up at all the union meetings to get updates and offer our feedback. And I'm doing my best to fight this fight honorably and to communicate my position in a way that is clear and also, I'll say compassionate because I have a lot of friends that have chosen to get the vaccine. And the last thing that I want to do is lose any of those friends over this issue. Because personally, it doesn't give me any pause that you or anyone else would choose to get the vaccine because of everything that I've stated before. I believe that's your choice. And I want you to have that freedom to do that. And I would not come into your life and say, don't do this or you can't do this. I believe that it's a pretty personal decision and I don't have a place to do that. The only thing I'm trying to do with this podcast is explain to you where I'm at and why I'm there. Not to recommend it to anybody, but to explain so that as you see things start to unfold and watch the podcast potentially change, if I were to lose my job in the future and no longer be working with Kevin, you would kind of understand what had happened and where I was coming from. A couple of last points on the testing aspect of this. The testing that we are being asked to do is what I would consider an invasive test where you have to take a swab and swab your nose. And we do know that those tests are sterilized with a chemical that is a carcinogen. As a firefighter, I'm already at a dramatically increased risk for cancer. 
and I don't need to be exposing myself to more carcinogens, especially not on a weekly basis, and especially not to a region that is as sensitive as my nose. So there's a myriad of reasons why I'm going to refuse to test weekly. And as stated before, a primary one of those is just that I'm healthy. I'm not sick right now. I'm not a risk to my coworkers. I'm not a risk to the public. And if I was, I wouldn't come to work. So that's one. I'm a responsible adult. I'm a fireman. And part of my job is taking care of people. And I'm going to continue to do that. I don't need to be tested weekly in order to be safe and to be at work. I'm not going to get sick. If I do get sick, I won't come to work. And I certainly don't need to be tested weekly to make sure that I'm safe. I'm safe now, and I will continue to serve the public as I always have. A weekly test is really, at this point, looking like it's just a method of punishing us and making our lives harder because we refuse to get the vaccine. The carcinogen aspect is real, and I'm not going to expose myself to that. I have done my best during my career to mitigate my exposure to carcinogens as best I can because cancer in the fire service is a huge risk. And it's something I take very seriously as I want to live a long and healthy life in order to spend time with my wife and my kids and take care of them and be there for them. Those are my two primary concerns with testing, and that's why I'm not going to go forward with that. I've already stated all my concerns about why I refuse at this point to register with a third-party company. Those two things go hand in hand, so I wouldn't necessarily be willing to do one and then not the other. I'm just going to stand my ground on that and say, it's not right for you to ask me to do this. I believe you're violating my rights here. And I am certainly confident that you're violating my rights on the vaccine mandate. So that's where everything is at. Just to sum up, it's on hold. I have got my notice of intent to suspend. So at some point in the near future, if nothing changes, I will get five days off unpaid. Followed by that, I will have 10 days to get vaccinated. And if I refuse to do that, at that point, they will begin the process of termination. And there's lots of stuff that goes along with that. There's things like skelly hearings and meetings that will have to be had and things like that. They can't just let me go the next day. There's actually a process for it. So there'll be a little bit of time that I will be aware of the next steps in the process and kind of have a bit of a timeline. But right now I don't have that. We are just waiting. My wife, Heather, has been extremely supportive and very helpful in all this. The stress on my family and on myself has been pretty heavy, but my wife has been there for me through all that. And without her, I wouldn't be able to do any of this, this job or anything, but especially not this, this fight that we're currently in. So big shout out to her. She's my rock. She's awesome. And we are doing well as a family, though a lot of days are heavy and it seems like all too often the only thing we're talking about is the latest developments in what's going on with the county, what's going on with the mandate, what's going on with testing. It just seems like the thing that is dominating our lives right now, which gets very difficult to deal with. It gets tiring. I find myself sitting at home and racking my brain for something else to talk about because every time I open my mouth, I feel like I'm talking about another aspect of this. It's what's happening in another department or what's happening with my brother-in-law and his brother in the military. You know, it's affecting a lot of people. It's obviously not just us. So that is where we are at. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you guys pray, we would appreciate your prayers here in our department that our fight would end up being successful and that we would be able to return to 
our normal life of just coming to work and doing our best to take care of the public, that we are here to help. I mean, that's what we want to do. We Most of us believe that this is a calling and all of us love this job and it's something we want to continue to do. It's something that we all thought we would do for an entire career up until when we retire. And for a lot of guys, that is looking like it will not be the case for too much longer. So we could use your prayers if you're a person that prays. If you want to support the effort in an actual, uh, we'll say physical way, you can go to LA County Free and donate to the cause there. I will put a link in the show notes for that. Uh, that money goes to logistics, to paying for a Zoom account, to eventually paying more for our attorney as the money that we have all personally put in individually uh, potentially runs out as this lawsuit drags on. So if you want to do that, awesome. Obviously, no pressure. We have, uh, all of us in the lawsuit have put our own money into that because we believe in it and it's important to us and our families. But again, those are the two things you can do if you want to support us. If you're in a similar situation and you have questions or you just want to talk to somebody about it, you are welcome to reach out to me. I don't have any answers, but I will listen and uh, I'll be willing to share with you my thoughts. And if you want a little bit more information on why or you want to try to convince me otherwise, whatever it is, you can reach out and uh, we'll see if we can talk about it. It's all I do lately. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. We will have an interview episode with you. Kevin will be back. It'll be back to normal. Really appreciate you guys being out there. Get involved in our 30-day cold shower challenge and let us know that you're doing it with us. Join our Discord group. You can talk to us about it on there. Jump on Instagram. Send us a direct message. Whatever you want to do, but let us know you're doing that with us. It's a tough one, but it's totally doable. Anybody could do it. All you got to do is just not turn the hot water on. It's easy. Just check it out. If you want to support the podcast, we have links in the show notes for places that you can buy shirts. We have a link for a place you can buy coffee, get a discount, and help us out that way. And keep in mind that any day now, we are going to announce the dates for the next Fire Up program, which is our leadership and physical challenging weekend. So look forward to that. Get on the waiting list for that. The link for that is in the show notes. It's also in the link tree on our Instagram page. Go sign up for that so we can keep you posted when we have future dates available. We'll see you guys next week. You can go to LA County Free and donate to the cause there. I will put a link in the show notes for that. LA County Free. LA County Free. The group is called LA County Free. You can go to LA County Free. You can go to LA County Free and donate there. I'll put a link in the show notes for that.